Shipman, Ship Shape Your Finances show here on the CWR Talk Network. And I am your host, Lionel Shipman. So thank you so much for joining in tonight. And I want to give a big, huge shout out to all of my regular listeners and also to all of my new listeners. Thank you so much for joining in. And I want to give big thanks to God for another day to make a positive difference in the lives of other people. Well, we have a wonderful show tonight. Um, we have a special guest uh, here tonight. Um, uh, so you'll catch that just right before. Um, hold on. I think she's just calling into uh, the studio. So just one moment, Tracy. Uh, so we're looking forward to having her on uh, this evening. Uh, the call-in number tonight is 917-889-8078. That's 917-889-8078. Eight zero seven eight. So you can call in and listen to the show, uh, some, uh, ask your questions, or give your comments. Uh, please visit the CWR Talk Network website. Uh, you can catch it at cwrtalknetwork.com website and sign up for our monthly magazine. In it, you will find some great information about what's going on in the world around us, but you can also catch some of these summaries of the shows that are here on the CWR Talk Network. So please take advantage of, of, of subscribing to the magazine and to keep you updated of what's going on here at the CWR Talk Network. Now tonight we have a special guest, as I may mention, uh, Miss Tracy. And Tracy, you're going to get me about your last name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm awful when it comes to last name. <laughs> Tracy. Uh, I will say it's it's Tracy Zuluaga, but I've been called Zuluaga at other times. Zuluaga. <laughs> Zuluaga. So thank you so much, Tracy. Thank you. Uh, Tracy is the executive director of Bright Young Minds Coalition. It is a 501c. Um, uh, 501c3 nonprofit organization that was born out of necessity. Uh, they offer programs and training that focus on critical life skills, career readiness, and entrepreneur, entrepreneurship skills for the 24th century. Bright Young Minds has a variety of curricula, uh, resources, classes, and camps available to teachers, schools, and after-school programs. And the mission, which I greatly love, the mission of the coalition is to provide life skill training and career-focused education to all children, regardless of race, religion, ethnicity, or economic status. 
So it's a pleasure having you on uh, tonight, Tracy. How are you doing this evening? I am fine, thank you. I appreciate you having me. Oh, you're more than welcome. And you're so gracious to let me destroy uh, your name almost. So uh, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> well, you wouldn't thank be you the so first much. one, and I've been called worse, <laughs> far worse. <laughs> Uh, at you, well, I can say the same. I've had uh, different variations of my first name, uh, Lionel, but I've been called uh, a lot of different names <laughs> uh, in the past. <laughs> but, but thank you so much again for uh, tuning in. And for, excuse me, for I being a guest it. on the show. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I appreciate so, it. Thank you for Good. Well, let's, I want to jump right into it and I always try to take advantage of the time that we have here tonight. Uh, if you can please share uh, with the audience, share your personal money story growing up. Um, I'm probably, given my age, it's probably similar to most. We typically fall into one of three categories. Um, we weren't able to ask your parents. It just was not a conversation that was had. Um, You weren't involved in any of the conversations regarding money or bills growing up, which that's the generation I come from. Um, You also find often that there are parents that either, you know, don't feel confident enough in their skills, so they do not take the time to share or educate their own children. And then, you know, you have parents that think, well, I'm doing fine, so they'll do fine and they'll just figure it out. Well, yeah, uh, I can say that there are certain principles that I picked up along the way, but you're right. It's not much uh, was maybe told uh, early on. Uh, I, I often share with uh, my listeners the two principles that I learned, uh, especially regarding money, was don't spend more than uh, uh, you have and don't live life, don't live a champagne life on a beer budget. I can still hear my dad oh, well. telling me that to this day. <laughs> Those are two very common phrases, absolutely. Yeah. I think yeah. to prepare I don't I don't know that our parents you know, I'm fifty two, so I don't our parents never sat down and said, Hey, let me prepare you for the future and this is how yeah. we do things. Yeah, I, I can I can agree I can attest to that. Uh didn't have that as well. But uh but I look at where we are now, thank God that we made it to where we are today and we were able to uh get some of those money money knowledge and life skill training along the way and uh, kind of shaped us into where we are today. So, so tell me, uh, tell the listen, tell the listeners about your organization, uh, Bright Young Minds. Tell us the story how you formed it or how you became involved with the organization. Um, I about a year and a half ago formed Bright Young Minds Coalition, and it was really. Um, was not what I intended. I had a much different career for 20 years, 20 odd years. I had a long-term career in employment screening, background checks and HR, really a dual career because I also had a hospitality career because of my family's involvement in hospitality. I through a, you know, through a set of circumstances some life changes occurred and I was involved in an edtech startup company that was developing hardware and software products for financial education, entrepreneurship education. And uh, it was through a long-term friend of mine that really introduced me to the need or the lack of financial education and preparing our young people for, you know, an easier transition to adulthood, an easier transition to the economic uh, climate, an easier transition to the workforce. And that was really what started it. 
and I was at an entrepreneur, I was at an entrepreneur exhibit, we'll say, and was listening to a gentleman speak about a curricula called STEMI, which is a STEM-focused curriculum infused with invention entrepreneurship. And it was through hearing this session that I decided that day that that was what I was going to do because it gave me the opportunity to um, kind of fulfill my passion, which was bring these skills to as many as possible with little to no cost. Well, fantastic. Sense. Yeah, yes, it does. Yes, it does. So you you hit on uh, some various things, I mean, from the career readiness, the life skill, and the money management, which I think are like three of the uh, most important things that uh, our children need to have in place before, especially before they get out of high school. But if we can start it even earlier than that, I think it's something that definitely benefits uh, uh, our children. Now, how long have you had your organization? Right, Air Minds Coalition is, was formed um, May of 17, so not that long, but we're, gonna, we're working as quickly as possible to try to reach as many kids as possible. Good, good. Uh, so I'm going to take a quick break, and we're going to uh, finish our discussion about uh, the organization and uh, learn a little bit more uh, in depth of what it has to offer to uh, students. So stay tuned. We will be right back after this brief uh, break. You're listening to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show with host Lionel Shipman on the CWR Talk Network. Las Vegas shooting, Orlando nightclub, Virginia Tech, Santa Fe, Sandy Hook Elementary School School shooting. And the list of mass shootings in America goes on and on and on. If gun laws can't stop the gun violence in America, what can? Listen to the Stand Against Gun Violence, a special three-hour town hall event on Thursday, October 18th from 6 to 9 p.m. Central Time. Presented by the CWR Talk Network. We have assembled a panel of experts to discuss the impact gun violence has on our society and what all of us can do to help stop gun violence and mass shootings. Hear from some of those who have personally experienced the tragedy of mass shootings and why gun violence in America must be stopped. Stand with us as we fight to put an end to gun violence. Listen live online Thursday, October 18th from 6 to 9 p.m. Central Time. For more information, visit our website, cwrtalknetwork.com forward slash TSAGV. That's cwrtalknetwork.com forward slash TSAGV. Welcome back to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show with your host, Lionel Shipman, on the CWR Talk Network. 
And if you're just joining us, uh, we have Tracy uh, from a Bright Young Minds uh, Coalition, and she's sharing with us about the organization, what it provides for uh, students, uh, teachers, and those uh, in the in the arena of education, especially around our children. Uh, Tracy, how beneficial is it for students to be involved with uh, your organization and what you provide? Uh, it's critical. We work largely with these school systems, whether it's public, private, charter, magnet, uh, even homeschool co-ops. It's critical for these life skills to start early. Um, traditionally, you've seen that these kind of programs are rather sporadic in their 13-year career in K-12, through and you'll find that most reports, most studies show that specifically financial education needs to start at home, needs to start with a parent, needs to even start as early as, you know, you're teaching them to walk. They start to form those habits and decision-making, you know, by seeing, your, seeing their parents. So it needs to start at home. You'll find that schools in particular now have taken heed to this information and are starting in pre-K and early elementary to introduce not only financial education but STEM skills, entrepreneurship, or the, at least the entrepreneurial mindset, um, and, you know, innovation, invention, things like that, which will boost ultimately confidence, critical thinking, problem-solving, problem identification, and these are things that are needed for our young people to transition from high school uh, on into the adult life. Yes, yes, because like I said, it, it, with, without these skills, um, it put all of our kids at a disadvantage if they don't have these skills, uh, especially coming out of high school. And regardless if they go to college or go into military or just, you know, go into business for themselves or, to, or just working, it's good to have these skills uh, ahead of time. Uh, coming out now do you host uh like like type of any type of conferences um where organizations or or businesses can be involved with uh bright young minds absolutely we're actually you would probably say too focused we have the curricula resources tools professional development trainings that are available in the schools and then we also have an annual event, which is called the Florida Invention Convention and Entrepreneurship Expo. So you have two ways that you can become involved if you're in the community. I, you know, we're always looking for excellent judges, uh, volunteers, as well as community support and sponsors for both the Florida Invention Convention as well as the programmatic support in the school systems. You know, we understand okay. the, the plight of the budget in the school systems and uh, the hardship that teachers incur when they want to bring in some of these innovative programs into the schools and they have a, you know, lacking in budgets. So certainly community support, corporate sponsorships, donations, volunteers, judges are all always something that are quite beneficial to the organization as well as the students. Okay. Now I know that you, uh, yeah, I don't know how the time frame, but you just came out of one of those uh, conferences a few months ago, right? Um, I just came back from what we call our fall summit. So I am a affiliate leader for the state of Florida as well as Puerto Rico for the National STEMI Coalition. And we have an annual conference where all of us as you know, executive directors and affiliate leaders get together and do our form of professional development. And we had some great announcements that were shared with us at this last fall summit. Um, the STEMI Coalition was recently acquired by the Henry Ford Museum of American Innovation. Um, we have two very like-minded missions, 
and our students actually had the chance earlier this year to participate in the National Invention Convention, and we took eight students from Florida to Dearborn, Michigan, to present an exhibit on the floors of the Henry Ford Museum, which was an amazing experience in and of itself. But those oh, of sure. us that are as affiliate leaders, we came back with, you know, great news. We have additional bandwidth and resources and curricula opportunities through the partnership with the Henry Ford Museum, as well as the partnership with Youth Entrepreneurs. Oh, fantastic. That's, here in Florida, that's across the country. I was, that was going to be my next question, uh, uh, how widespread uh, uh, it is. So, uh, Yeah, the CEO of the STEMI Coalition, actually within four years, we have 35 states that we've all banded together in support of this uh, mission, as well as five countries. So in oh. 2019, we will have our fourth annual National Invention Convention, and in 2020, we will expand to having a global competition as well. So there will be statewide competition, national and global. Okay. Now, when you mentioned about competition, what does that entail? Uh, uh, like the different different types of areas of competition, like financial entrepreneurship, how, how does that uh, work? The competition is centered around invention and innovation. The students go through a okay. process. They will follow through all the steps in the invention process, which also include – um, from the business side of things, learning about money and finances. Is this, a, is this a product I can take to market? How much does it cost to build this? Do I need to then research other materials because the cost to build it is you know, far more than we could put it into market for? So the focus on the invention process is financial education but business in nature and having to pivot. And maybe you thought you were going to make something with this product, but due to its cost, we now have to make it with something else. Um, so Invention process takes you through the entire process, from ideation to prototyping to learning how to pitch and present, as well as market feasibility, and what do I need to do to make this a market-ready product. I wish I'd have had something like this when I was coming to school again. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so do I. I had several ideas for inventions. I waited too long, and when I went to do the patent search, two of the three had been patented. Um, My oldest daughter... I'm sure we all have the same experience. You know, our kids do science fair, and as right. parents, we're familiar with that term, but we really kind of think of, oh, it's just for a grade, and we don't really give it too much thought. And right. um, if you really sit back and take notice as a parent of what your kids are inventing or coming up with as ideas, and in your mind, it's just for a grade, but a lot of them have, you know, actual merit and look, could be a viable product in the market. My daughter invented a few things in the sixth grade, and I, I didn't think anything of it. Please get a good grade. And within right. a few years that she created were actually in the Mark TV, and she came back to me and said, do you think someone came to my science fair? So you just never know. Wow, that is a fantastic uh, outcome. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, you know, there are those people that like to come check out the science fairs and, you know, maker fairs and things like that. Right. And uh, that's how, you know, someone sees an idea and they go and, and act upon it first. Yes, oh, fantastic. Uh, so, 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 what what advice would you give? I mean, you you kind of hit it on it a little bit. Uh, you know, what advice would you give to parents to kind of encourage their kids uh, to pursue these things? You know, if they have different ideas uh, and different things that they put forth. I would say a variety of things. One, as a parent, we often get so caught up in, A, their grades and what we're going through in life and our daily struggles, dial in a little bit more. 
um, do a little bit of research in your community. You know, in Tampa, we're an extremely innovative city in particular. We have a lot of entrepreneur ecosystems, tech companies, companies that will provide support, mentorship, and resources. We have the Tampa Bay Wave. We have Operation Startup. We have the Entrepreneur Collaborative Center. These programs, we're not saying that every student is going to be an, an entrepreneur or every person is going to be an inventor, but right. possessing these skills certainly will help further you in life, whether it's an entrepreneur that you are within your workplace, whether you become a leader, whether it's to develop management and leadership skills. But you may also have a child that you don't realize, or, or even yourself. I come across parents when I'm they're picking up their kids that go, I have this idea. Can I talk to you about this? Because we're sitting at home and we don't know what to do next. And, you know, you want to right. make a better situation for your family. You want to maybe try to pursue your idea, but you don't want to, you know, take money from the home or from the home budget because to pursue this idea if you don't have the knowledge. So there are a lot of resources. Um, if you yourself as an adult, I think 100% start making some phone calls, especially in the Tampa area. There's a lot of resources to help you and see if you have something that you could take further. And if you're a, you know, a parent, you know, make the same phone calls. So when you're looking for something for your kids to pursue, I all the time, I, I follow up with parents all the time outside of workshops that we host and summer camps, and they ask, are there other places I can get more skilled? And I share it with all my parents, even if it's not my program. Because at the end of the day, my goal is for these children to possess as many skills as they can. You know, we're trying to train a generation for jobs that we don't know that exist yet. There are a lot of jobs being eliminated due to automation. Um, so our kids really have to be a leg up in order for them to succeed in the future. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more uh, what, what, what you're doing and what your, your, uh, your organization is doing for uh, our kids. I have to say kudos to you and thank you for what you're doing uh, as an organization, and all, not only for the kids but for the parents as well. Yeah, for me, it's not about me. It's just about providing education resources for anyone who needs it. Gotcha. Perfect. Now, how can um, listeners get in contact with you and your organization and what you're doing? Oh, very easy. Tracy at inventflorida.org or inventflorida.org. Go to the website and send me an email. You can find me on Facebook, Florida Invention Convention, or Bright Young Minds Coalition, whether you're a school, a parent, you know, someone in the community who wants to get involved, have a volunteer program with your organization, um, you have a like-minded mission that you support STEM initiatives, entrepreneurship uh, initiatives. I will say programs like Invention Convention, we see a better than 50% female participation, which is certainly needed. You know, women in tech and women in STEM fields are underrepresented right now. We see 57 to 60% female participation. Uh, Economically disadvantaged, we have 39% participation um, in a variety of minorities, which for me, you know, that's the most important. I worked with 100 girls over the summer from the Waimama and Ruskin area that were largely from the farming community and um, really didn't, you know, they weren't very excited about coming to camp in the summer first off because they had to get up early. But young women transitioned over the three weeks from not wanting to talk, not communicative, not understanding what an engineer is or a STEM field or what careers could be available to them to at the end putting together amazing projects, amazing inventions, and standing there with confidence and presenting and hearing these young women say, I had no idea I could be an engineer and wanting to go and change 
what the face of their family looked like because they wanted to learn to, to be something other than a farmer or work in a career that, you know, doesn't make much more than the minimum wage, which, of course, leaves us some poverty status and right. surviving on aid. These girls left empowered and wanted to research and learn more. And uh, we are blessed that in addition to spending those three weeks with our girls, I get to see these same girls once a month and help them further their careers. And we went through financial education and design thinking and uh, presentation, marketing, communication. So these young middle school girls can now stand and present and communicate an idea and research and see that there are so many more things they can do than what they thought they were born into. Oh, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Now, do you have anything uh, new on the horizon in the next three, uh, three to six months that's going on? Um, we do. We are Bright Young Minds Coalition in partnership with several wonderful Tampa organizations, the Tampa Bay STEM Network, the Tampa Bay Wave, the Embark Collective, USF, the school district in Hillsborough, Polk, Pasco, Sarasota, Manatee, Pinellas, our Bay Area school districts and community leaders. We are participating in what we have named the Future Innovators of Tampa Bay. There was a challenge issued by the National League of Cities to all the mayors as to what is the most innovative city. And we are right now drafting a, an initiative to define what makes Tampa the most innovative city. And that starts with us giving these skills to our K-12 students. And our challenge is to train the teachers and the students over the next three to five years. All of them have the opportunity to participate in invention, entrepreneurship, tech skills, STEM skills, financial education. Um, so we're challenging every other city in the nation to be as innovative and forward-thinking as Tampa. Fantastic. Tampa is a great place to live. Yes, it is. We do not have to live in Silicon Valley to be a tech company or have great companies come and live, you know, bring their resources here. Um, We want our people to stay in Tampa, create businesses in Tampa, file patents in Tampa, and grow our economic situation. Absolutely. Good. Cool. Great. Well, Tracy, uh, thank you so much again uh, for sharing uh, nuggets of, of knowledge and sharing with us about your organization and just uh, kind of giving some insight uh, and a good boost, hopefully, for all of our parents as well as our students and teachers uh, to invest in our children uh, for the future. And, and thank you again for what you're doing. And thank you again for being here on the show. I appreciate your time, and thank you for doing what you do. Okay. Thank you again. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, day. that's a Bye-bye. All right. All right. Bye-bye. That's a wrap for uh, uh, our show tonight. Uh, thank uh, Tracy so much again for being a guest here on the show with her organization, Bright Young Minds Coalition. Uh, if you have not uh, connected with me on on uh, social media, I would encourage you to do so. You can catch me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, but you can also uh, link up to me or stay in touch with me via my website at www. Dot shipmanconsulting.com um, and if you have not heard um, or if you're not aware you can catch all of the uh, shows uh, here on the CWR Talk Network you can catch all the shows on Google Play uh, as well as Stitcher and iTunes now for my shows I've actually archived all of my shows 
uh, on my website. I actually created a gallery of all the past guests that we've had here on the show. So uh, please reach out and and look back at some of the shows it, just to catch yourself up to where we are right now. Have some great sh- past episodes on various different topics and various different uh, guests. So please take advantage of that. And again, uh, my website is www dot shipman consulting dot com. Now I want you to remember these words regarding your money and your life. Give cheerfully, spend carefully, and invest wisely. We'll talk to you next week. Now we're gonna go out with a little bit of Boney James and the song is called Sunset Boulevard. Talk to you next week.